Hi everybody, this is Isis of Troy back at you again on the Pussy Podcast, episode two. Today's episode is called, Who the Hell Are You Really? So to start off every episode, I'm going to try to shout out a honorable black figure that I just want to shout out for the episode. And today's figure is Pam Greer. Now, if you don't know who Pam Greer is, Pam Greer is a black actress. Um, Most of her primary films and roles were in the 1970s. Um, She's commonly known for black exploitation films. Um, And I picked her because I just always looked up to her and idolized her growing up. I thought she was very beautiful. And I mean, a lot of people probably will think it's controversial, but I think that the fact that she was able to be naked and still well-respected in her film, in her career, I just appreciated that. So um, we're going to get into some music right now. And this... This time I want to talk about the verses that I mentioned on the first episode with Ashanti and Keisha Cole. It didn't happen because Ashanti had COVID. My question to y'all is, do y'all really think Ashanti had COVID? Like, do you think Ashanti really has it or do you think Ashanti just didn't want to do the battle? Because a lot of people are saying that Ashanti just got scared and didn't want to get that ass whooped in the verses. Tell me what y'all think. Another thing I really want to talk about, and a lot of people aren't going to feel me on this, but being that this is a self and all empowerment platform, I have to say it because it has been killing me. Drill music. Now, I know a lot of people love drill music. It is really good. I will say there's a lot of good drill artists and it's a great genre. But if you only listen to drill music and you're walking around all the time and you're always trying to figure out why am I so angry? Why am I carrying all this rage? It's because that's all you listen to is angry music about people killing each other and shooting each other and drinking all different type of foreign things that you shouldn't be putting in your body necessarily. We all do things we shouldn't put in our body, but you get my point. What you listen to, it it flows within your body. It's like a whole whatever. It's the same way when you when you're when you're sad and you want to listen to something that makes you cry. It's because it's what you're listening to. It's flowing through your body. It's bringing out that emotion in you. Listen to something else every once in a while. Just try something else. I'm not saying you have to just completely stop listening to drill music, but if you only listen to drill music, please switch it up. Maybe for a few days out of the week, try to just not listen to drill music at all that day. At least for one day, try an experiment. Don't listen to drill music at all for one day and listen to any other genre or maybe several other genres. And see how your mood feels. And if that works for you or if it just, just send me a message. Because I want to know the effects of that for you all. Um, 
another thing that I want to talk about, which is going to be a bigger episode, probably the next episode that I talk about. Summer Walker, she is very, very good at her music, but her personal life, it seems like everybody has a lot of commentary on it. We're going to get into that when we get into the entertainment portion, but I really just wanted to mention how great her music is before I get into any of that other. Um, question that I want to ask you all about music. We're very comfortable with sexually explicit lyrics, depending on who they're coming from. Why is it okay? Because I asked this last time, but I don't think we really got into it. Why do you think it's so okay for male artists to be sexually explicit, especially about the female body and, and the female sexual interaction, but coming from a woman's mouth, it's not acceptable? Do you think that there's truly an over-sexualized portion of music in the female industry or do you think it's sexual liberation let me know that is it over-sexualization in the music industry or is it sexual liberation because I'm starting to think that maybe and hear me out Maybe women have just been being very oppressed in the sexual aspect. And maybe now there's a generation of women who are a little bit more bold and a little bit more comfortable to say what is on our minds. All the music that is sexually explicit that you see women listening to and, you know, it's causing this big rise out of men. This is what's in our mind a lot of the time. Just like Summer Walker, case in point, her first breakout hit, Girls Need Love 2, the, the main hook spoke about how girls can't really say what they want to say. And why is that? Why can't we? We can, but why is it not accepted as well? So... Now that we've mentioned Summer Walker and the entertainment aspect, I want to talk about how recently um, I saw that she was having an issue with the guy she was seeing London on the track, I think it was, or London on the beat. I can't remember right off the top of my head. But apparently he's a deadbeat. A lot of people are jumping down her throats because they're saying, well, if you knew he was a deadbeat to the first child, what did you think would happen when you got pregnant by him? I agree. Where my issue lies with the masses saying this is I'm confident you know somebody in that situation. And I'm not saying you didn't say anything to homegirl. But why are we so willing to condemn Summer Walker and be like, oh, because she did this, I'm not willing to be like. 
why are we so ready to step on her neck and like kind of be celebratory about the situation? Oh, and that's what she get and ha ha ha. Why are people celebratory when people become single mothers? Because I'm seeing a lot of people celebrating people becoming single mothers. Like it's funny. Like it's a joke or like, you know, it's something that's deserved. Like, you know, these women, some people, I get where you're saying, okay, yes, some of them do sign up to be single mothers, air quotes, when they have babies by men that they know are already a deadbeat. But in all reality, nobody truly, two people sign up when they have a child. Now, if one person doesn't do, do, do their part, then that's one thing. But nobody signs up to be a single parent. Two people sign up. If one person doesn't hold their end of the agreement, well, then now I'm a single parent. But nobody signs up to be a single parent. Let's just put that there. Now, something that I saw this week on the internet that really ticked me off, that went viral, of course. It was a screenshot of a YouTube video of a, of a young man, and he happened to be dark-skinned. And the caption was, gay son versus dark-skinned daughter. And this is where you got me fucked up. This is where I want to stop you dead in your fucking tracks. For all the people who sit here and continuously want to feed this bullcrap about how, oh, black women are supported and the black men support. And this is case in point. And I know you're already getting ready to say, don't let one do be it. No, it's, it's a thing. Can we please stop blatantly ignoring the fact that black women truly are not supported by black men as well as they should be? And before you get on here and you want to say to me that women bash black men all the time, I really want to see, I really want you to sit down. I want to put the bashers, if you are a, a, a basher, whether it be against black men or black women, if you're a basher, I really want you to come sit down and I really want you to come talk to me because we should know by now that bashers are dealing with self-issues, number one. Number two, just because one person bashes the other, that does not negate that the bashing is still happening for whichever team the team is still being bashed, point blank and period. Whether this person or that person is doing it, the bashing isn't negated. It doesn't cancel out. It's still there. So let's 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 get into it. Why, first of all, let's stop acting like it's a um what is the word I want to use? I want to say chip on the shoulder because that's the best reference I can get off the top of my head. But let's stop acting like it's 
a bad thing to, number one, have a gay child, and number two, have a dark-skinned child. Why is this acceptable? Why is it acceptable for us to be like, oh, oh, your son is gay. Ah, ah. Like, what the fuck does that really even mean? Okay, I understand sometimes as a parent, you feel like what you raise your kids to be um, has a reflection on you as a person, and that's that's very well a fact. But some things you cannot control. What we're not going to do is inhibit our children and have them already starting off seeing that whatever natural state, because it's a natural state. This is a all all empowering platform of here with all genders. So please understand this is a platform where we do believe people are born gay. So just like people are born dark skinned, people are born gay. And what we're going to stop doing is telling people that what they're born as is already a, a little negative chip on the back of their shoulder, a little peg to be knocked down. We're going to stop using having a gay son as a, a versus comparison to what you deem as to be something else lower as if that should be low in the first place because it shouldn't be. I'm getting really tired of seeing the comparison of a gay son to anything in the first place. And, and now to drag dark-skinned women into the conversation is just not acceptable. Another thing I saw this week, and it had me, I got into, not a debate, but I had to give somebody my perspective on it, and I want to know your perspective on it. If you were in the mall with your significant other, and somebody walked up on you with $10,000 and said, if you let your partner kiss me right now, or if it's just you, if somebody walks up on you and says, I got $10,000 for you right now if you give me a kiss, and you're with your partner, are you going to take the money and give the kiss or are you going to say no out of, I guess we're going to say respect for your partner? My take on the situation is, if you really my damn my, my partner and you really my man, are you really going to let me pass up $10,000 for something that's going to take, le take less than five seconds? That's crazy as hell. That's real unsupportive. That's real toxic. You're going to let your ego, you're going to let your ego stop $10,000. Now, I can understand if, if I'm Beyonce or if I'm Rihanna or, or, or anybody with a huge ass bag and a motherfucker walked up on me with $10,000, that little crispity, crunchy ass, greasy ass $10,000. I'm not giving you no damn kiss. Get the fuck out of my face. But to the everyday person, $10,000? So that goes into our bigger topic. Who are you really? 
I feel like a lot of us are walking around here and not being honest with ourselves. Forget public perception, forget outsiders, other people. Who are you really? When you close your eyes at night, because I'm not saying we all go through this, this, but we've all, I feel like, been there at one point. When you close your eyes at night and you shed a few little tears about the person you used to be, the person you are now, and the person you want to be, that's that's what we're going to get into because for this to be a self-empowerment platform, in order to get you to that empowered place, we have to be honest about where you are right now. And me too, where I am right now. To tell you where I am right now, right now, I'm in the eve of doing what I want to do for me. And stepping outside of my comfort zone and, and fears. Because I did not have a realistic view on life. I have been living in fear for so many years. If you know me or you ask anybody about me, I'm always inside of my house. Um, and a lot of people know me more so from social media than getting out. If you know me, you know me before I had my son and before I did get married. I am separated in the process of divorce now which we're going to talk about on another episode I I personally was just not being honest with myself sometimes a lot of the times you sit around with people this is a great example of a time where I was really honest with myself. When I was pregnant with my son, I had gestational diabetes and they didn't know till the last five weeks. And I went from 100 pounds to 178 pounds in like three months, just whoo, like I was just, ooh, barracuda. Like I was a big bitch. I used to call myself the hungry, hungry hippo because I was hungry as hell. But everybody around me, oh, no, you're not that big. Oh, you're not that fat. Oh, my God, you're just pregnant. You're not fat. And I had to tell people, nigga, are you looking at me? Because I'm looking at me, and I see me, and I'm a big-ass bitch. Please stop trying to tell me I'm not fat. Don't let me live in delusion. Why would that help me? Don't lie to me. I don't need that. Keep that. I had to be honest with myself. And that honesty is what pushed me to say, I don't care how, I'm going to lose this weight. I'm 115 right now. I'm cool with that. Now, do I want to, you know, get in the gym, work it out? Yes, I don't think I'm going to. I'm going to be real because I've been saying I will work out forever. I'm going to just let the hoes know. I got mom bod. It ain't it ain't going nowhere. It's cool. I'm sticking to it. Period. I'm not changing it. But where are you right now? Who are you really? When you present yourself, are you being your true self? If you're walking around all the time and you're unhappy, maybe it's because you're not being honest with yourself about who you really are. 
when you go online and you make these funny posts, a lot of the times this might be directed towards some of the Facebook comedians because I'm t kind of a Facebook comedian myself. And if we're being honest, where is that really coming from? That I personally feel for some people is just truly because that's who you are. But some of it is a need for attention. You want people to find you funny because you want them to have a reason to want to be around you or a reason to check in on you. That's why people say check on your funny friends because your friends that are funny, sometimes they're not even that fucking funny. A lot of the times when people think I'm being fucking hilarious, I'm telling the damn truth and y'all just be thinking I'm joking and I'm dead ass serious. Check on your funny friends because sometimes your funny friends are laughing to fucking hide the sorrow. What friend are you? Are you the over happy friend? Who are you really under that? That over happiness sometimes is a mask. Sometimes when you meet, oh, that bitch too happy. She's too happy. I don't like her. She's too happy. Is she really that happy? Or is she pushing every day? Or he? Is he pushing every day? Because a lot of these men out here are going through a lot of issues and they're, they're smiling through the pain. Are you being over happy to... to make people feel like you're doing better because you're not ready to be honest about how you're really feeling. Another thing, for the people who sit around and they seriously make fun of the people who are crying and, and pouring out their heart on Facebook and on social media, who are you really? Who are you really to sit and make a judgment about someone, to, to make a judgment about someone pouring their heart? You have to think about where that person is coming from. For you to feel like the only last outlet you have is social media to stop yourself from going over that edge, that's a person who may be very alone. You know, I see a lot of y'all do this thing on Facebook and online. Oh, I'm the only person who holds me down. Oh, when I'm crying, I don't have nobody to go to. Those people are in the same boat as you are, but some people need to vocalize that. Some people need to put that down somewhere. You know, we do a lot of talk about suicide awareness, but you will shame a person who cries on Facebook. This is a cry for help. Instead of making fun of that person, why not inbox them for a quick moment? Even if you don't want to get into it with them, why not be inspirational for a quick moment? Who are you really? I feel like a lot of us are stopping ourselves from ascending because we aren't being honest with who we really are. I had to be honest with myself. I'm a single mother who's already had her first marriage down. I am an aggressive woman. I am a black woman. I am a woman who can be combative at times. I am a very smart woman. 
I think I'm a great fucking person. I think I'm a fair person. I think I'm an empowered person. I have my days where I sit around and I cry about everything I felt like I did wrong. But then I remember, I remember this one valuable thing and I want you guys to really pick this up because it has a very important message. This is where the who you are came from for me. If you're a person right now and you're sitting around and you find yourself spending your time crying because you're thinking about the guy or the girl that you used to be, I'm sorry to tell you this, that person is dead. Let it go. And don't sit around and cry because you're viewing it as that person that you once thought was so cool is dead. Think of it as that younger person, that younger version of myself stopped so that the person that I wanted to be, that I want to be, that I'm always going to be working to be, could start, could begin, could have a foundation to flourish. I feel like a lot of us are trained to live in the past and live in the present. A part of me being honest with myself I wasn't living in the present. I didn't even know what living in the present was because I don't feel like I have that many people around me living in the present in my everyday life. And that's why it's my goal to start doing everything that I want to for myself, not for satisfaction of others because I find that a lot of us are doing things oh this is who I am I'm doing it because this is who I am and da, da, da. I'm posting this and I'm doing that and I'm saying this because this is who I am but is it really because if you're doing something because it is who you are if you got no recognition for it if nobody said anything about it if you never got a like, a comment, a share, if you got nothing from it, even if you only got negativity about it, you would be fine and satisfied because you did it for self. You didn't do it for others. You didn't do it for the validation and the satisfaction of others. Be honest with yourself about the reasonings that you do things because I feel like if, you, if you're honest with yourself about that, you'll be able to put more intention and purpose into what you're doing moving forward. A lot of our major blockages right now is us not being honest about who we really are, not even to other people, but to yourself. This moment is not about anybody else but you. Who are you? Sit down and write a letter to your younger self. Everything you feel like you did wrong, everything that hurt you. And take a moment to apologize to yourself. I did this. I didn't write my letter yet. I'm going to write my letter, but I apologize to myself. Um, my counselor actually gave me that exercise um, because she said, I am a blamer. I am a self-blamer. That is who I really am. 
I am a self-blamer. I carry way too much weight. If you are a self-blamer, if you are a person who everything in your life, you feel like you need to take accountability for everything, sometimes you need to cut yourself some slack. Who I really am had to take a moment to apologize to myself. I had to apologize to the girl I was that let all the bad things happen to me because I did what I knew how to do. I did what I did with the information that I had. I had to apologize to myself for everything I wasn't allowing myself to do. And since I've given myself that apology, I truly and honestly have been pushing for more to hold myself still as accountable, but really holding other motherfuckers accountable for the bullshit you put me through. Like, yeah, you did that to me and you gonna hold that and you gonna feel me today. So I really want you guys to really start taking a really deeper look into who you are. Now, This little episode of the Pussy Podcast, the Pussy Talk for this episode is going to be very brief. It's going to be very brief. If you want to be sexually liberated, go ahead and do that. Because on this platform, it's all about empowerment. And if sexual liberation is what you need, that's what you have to do. So if you learn nothing else here today... Always remember to love yourself. If you learn nothing else, remember to love yourself. Thank you, guys. I'll see you on the next episode of the Pussy Podcast.